Okay, riders, random start. Riders ready, watch the gate. The 96 Podcast. Welcome back to the 96 Podcast. After a huge success of our World Championships review just a few weeks ago, I wanted to get June and Alan back on the show to chat about the 2023 British BMX Championships that were held just a few weeks ago in Derby. Our highs yesterday of chatting about the British 2023 sank to new lows today. We are devastated here about the passing of Tabitha Rendell. Our thoughts are with the family and the whole BMX community at this very sad time. This episode is dedicated to the memory of Tabby. All right then, welcome back by popular demand, Mr. Jules Allen. Um, this is going to be a Brit special. Appreciate it's a few weeks since the Brits, but um, we're going to uh, we're going to try and document a lot of the races, a lot of the big stuff, and uh, you know the British BMX Championships 2023 was a bit of a blinder, up a few percent, I hear. Yeah, um, by popular demand, I'm genuinely more flattered than anybody <laughs> can imagine. Um, if anybody wanted to hear me talk more about BMX again, then, well, thank you. Um, yeah, apparently, I did some stats. There, it's, well, it was the 40th anniversary of what I believe to be the first ever British Championships, which was also held in Derby. So the first Brits was 83, held at the Derby Ground Stadium. That would have been the BBMXA Brits. I was there. Yeah. Um, I didn't race BBMXA because I was way too cool and I raced the UK BMX and we had the champion of champions not the British championships but yeah the first one was 83 um, and obviously this was the 40th anniversary back in Derby so I thought that was kind of cool and there were 1,376 riders this year at the Brits and, tw- and that shows a growth of up to 5% on oh, 2022 numbers stato, so I, stato. I, 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 as, as we know the health of BMX and the level of quality of rider in BMX in the UK is through the roof at the, the minute and, and I think the, the numbers the numbers show too so yeah props to all the clubs around regions around the country for um, yeah doing, doing what we do so I need to caveat this I wasn't there I was at the call event in Mulvans I was at Mulvans Classic we'll do a podcast on that on another day uh, doing the Jules Stardom Forecast National Championships um, but you were at the Brits at Derby and so this is going to be basically a bit of a Jules Allen tribute um, podcast because you're going to have to fill me in all the blanks apologies in advance <clears throat> I know a few results here and there but I think you've got a few notes and we're just going to crack on and give you guys a, a rundown of uh, who won Ooh. what happened and uh, more importantly all the details that went down that cruiser final but we'll come on to your cruiser final in a minute I reckon well, it, it was the most exciting race of, <laughs> so of, of the weekend, <laughs> and possibly the most controversial based on Facebook afterwards, which, <laughs> no disrespect to any of the lads, because I love them all dearly, but I did think was kind of funny that there were 40-odd-year-old blokes arguing about a cruiser race on Facebook. And but that, that's why we love being I love the that's passion. Exactly I love why the we passion. Love it. Right, let's get started. Why do you want to start? So, the weekend started with what? Cruisers first, Cruisers I guess, and when? little kids. So, Let's Saturday was all about 12 and unders <clears throat> and all the cruisers. Okay. I've got notes here, as you know, Scott, and I haven't got my glasses on so I have got some notes on my phone though um, we'll kick off let's kick off with the little kids I think we'll just give, a, give them a shout as we go through um, 
Um, so I didn't. I don't know much about Six Under Boys. Um, it was won by Joseph Clayden. Congratulations um, to him. Yeah, Amazing. And another lad called Albie Blight. And um, one thing I did notice though was um, it was dominated by the South West Riders. I believe that was the top two with a Derby rider. So good to see the home club coming in on the podium in the Six Under Boys. Great work there. Good. Um, six and under girls. Um, again, I don't know any of these young ladies, but there was a um, that says Mabel. I can't read that writing, but a young lady called Mabel. Um, this looks like another young lady called Orleth. I haven't got the third place rider. One rider I do know in the class, though, was Maggie Devine, who's little sister of Jack Devine. And I know Maggie because I had her along at a couple of pre, um, pre-Brits pre prep sessions down at Derby. Um, super shy in the first week I met her. Slightly more... Um, uh, confident on the second week I met her her first Brits obviously six and unders and she crashed on that hole of doom on the first week we, we, we were doing some training there the second week she got really confident and went through it and we were quite convinced she was going to be much faster down that first straight and then she crashed in the hole of doom again in the oh, final no so uh, yeah shout out to little Maggie Devine though because she's the only one I know in that class she's got plenty more years to come yeah. I'm sure she'll be there next year fighting going again on. Uh, on to what sevens now? Yeah, there was a seven-year-old. So seven-year-old boys again. Southwest seemed to be dominating, and a young lad called Henry Sullivan um, took the took the took the title there in the sevens, and he went completely unbeaten through the weekend. Nice. Um, That's how you do it. And I've got, I've got the first name Ethan here. Oh yeah, it was um my Ethan White, which. That's my lad from Braintree. I don't know why you I haven't got know him. This, I should know, know that there. Oh I didn't realise Ethan got second. I didn't. Come I on, didn't. coach. He's got it. He's got it there. Yeah. So Ethan White, Braintree rider. I've written Midlands here on my notes. Ethan, anyway, if, if you've been waiting a few weeks for uh, Julian to say well done to you, don't worry. He's just found out now, he got second. So nice one, now, mate. Ethan. Ethan obviously is is called Ethan White, and um, we've nicknamed him. Oh no, I know. There's a comma there in my notes, Scott. I'd missed oh, actually. Here there. we go. Anyway, you can't get the stuff yeah, anymore. Yeah, no, no. Sorry, I used to be quite good at this. So. So Ethan, Ethan White, um, we nicknamed him the Great White because, um, and he does a little shark fin move oh, okay. um, on the gate. And the commentators called out the Great White. I remember this now on the gate <laughs> while he was up there. And I've never seen a dad look so proud as his dad standing <laughs> next to us when they called him out as Ethan the Great White White on the gate. Brilliant. So yeah, shout out to the Braintree boys getting second. Um, that went on a bit longer than it was supposed to. Um, Midlands lad. Uh, I can't even read that name, but he, one of the Midlands lads um, got a third, <coughs> and the tallest seven-year-old on the planet, actually Stanglian rider, Alistair North, who's now down, based down at Exeter, got a fourth, and I think he's, for a seven-year-old, I think he's about four foot six, which made him stand out in the crowd for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, seven-year-old girls, now I do know all about this one, and the seven-year-old girls was dominated by Braintree's Phoebe Miller, rides for Martin Baxter's Moto One team. Um, I remember Phoebe first starting, obviously she's got a brother Thomas Miller in the 15s and her Kate, uh, sister Katie in the 12s. And when um, little Phoebe started, she was so terrified she would not go down the start hill. Not oh, a wow. chance. Okay. And um, That's quite a journey. as far as I believe, she's gone unbeaten in every national, regional and the Brits race this year. 
in the seven-year-old girls. That's how you do it. Fair play. I might have overrigged that a little well, bit. Well, possibly, she's, but she's, she's you're winning. She smashed, out, she smashed out a load of laps. <laughs> and then the Southwest flooded the podium <clears throat> and the seven-year-old girls afterwards. So there's a bit of a theme here. And it seems like the Southwest are doing good things with the little kids. they got the kids going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds good. Cool. Uh, eights. Uh, eights, right. So female eights. Real strong mix of clubs and regions. And coming out on top was South was uh, Betty Wills. Betty Willis, sorry. Um, and then Florence, Florence Dyson in the two spot. And then coming in third, East Anglia and Halo Wheels BMX team rider, Holly Bishop. Now, oh, obviously, here we go. We're yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm no disrespect to the top two. I don't, I don't work that closely with those two <laughs> girls. But Holly is one of my, one of my girls, one of my team riders, one of my club girls as well. And um, yeah, she done great. You know, obviously, she's about a foot shorter than most of the other girls in the class. And just I thought she rode some really strong laps. Really, really, really proud of what what they did. Still there. interesting. Every BMX race I go to, I was at Manchester National last weekend. Every race you at, you know, those younger age groups, you do get those who are shot up. Mm. Some are tiny. It's uh, but that's one know, thing. It, it will level out. But yeah, the, it will these level young ages, out. It's it's really interesting. You know, the, it's one of those things in BMX. You know, you, you can be a champion, and most champions in BMX, I think, even at elite level, were probably champions at a very young age. Um, however, and this, this is a tricky thing for parents as a coach, obviously, to drill into your parents, is your kid can be fast at six, seven, eight, but don't buy too much into it. Yeah, because it's go yet. you've got a big unit who's fast, but what are they doing at that age? 90% of them, they're pumping, they're doing gates. Yeah. So if you're strong and you can pump, you're going to win some laps. Yeah, yeah. But the kid who's worked on their manuals and developed by the time they're 12, 13, 14, yeah, yeah, I think, I think things up. will level up. So yeah, not taking anything away from these fantastic young people, but um, yeah, I think... Uh, been some and again like I said Southwest seems to be doing really well and then moving into the eight year old boys complete sweep by the Midlands uh, Derby rider in there in third so who, who was the winners here in the eights uh, Ethan Shaw Charlie Dowson and Seth yeah no I can't even say that name but he, he was he was the Derby rider anyway good to see Derby in there and I'm going to be completely it's, it's biased we're doing the Midlands we and just I'm, win we well, do this. well yeah well, you're, you're a Midlands guy yeah. but I'm going to give a shout out to the East Anglian guys here with Rex Ford also from Braintree um, who coming in fourth which I think was his first Brits or did he do the Brits last year whatever um, yeah good to see these lads so good Brilliant. mix coming in there but Midlands dominating in the eights good stuff bit of nines what's happened to nines uh, nines so I've got here Jacob Anderson now Jacob um, rides for Absolute um, Jacob made the world final. We talked about him in the last podcast. Yes. Can't remember his finish. I think it was about six, something like that. It's five or six, yeah, yeah. Yeah, great, great, great laps. Real, real strong, real strong showing at the Worlds. Led out the main in Derby in the nines, fruit on floor. Um, literally fruit and oh, away on the second straight while leading. And Joey Tompkins came through, rode an absolutely awesome lap, showed great skills. Now, um, I can get involved here. That's Jamie Tompkins, sir. That is. So, Mr. Crudcatcher, son, yeah. Jamie Tompkins, now grandson, is uh, carrying on the family name. That's amazing. Yeah, um, you know, Jamie, fantastic rider. And also, going back to what we were saying earlier about um, too much too young Jamie was fantastic wasn't he oh, at a God. very young age like yeah but 12, he hung 13. out with Steve Pete Rob Warner exactly. Jason McCroy from Nappies you're a you product know, he of was, your environment uh, aren't you absolutely he was he was around the best of the best so, uh, so yeah his skills and the style he had uh, obviously coming through Jamie was fantastic and that really 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 shows in Joey fantastic um, the way good. he rides the bike so yeah Joey came That's through for the win um Unfortunate there for Jacob. 
Jack Devine, real solid day coming through for the two. In the three spot was Arlon. Oh, I'm really sorry, Arlon. I can't pronounce your surname again either. And one of my favourite riders, um, Benny Jackson. I can't remember where Benny's from. He's from up north somewhere. Curly mullet, lad. Everywhere's up north to you. Yeah, everywhere, basically north of north of Watford. <laughs> um, Benny Jackson. Um, he had the fastest lap in the class of the day in his semi. Right. <laughs> but then... T- Peter raced too early. Peter raced too early <laughs> and comes through for a fourth fourth on the line. But yeah, ben, oh, lucky Benny's a good lad. Um, nine-year-old girls. Um, Ella Lamb, again, another, another, another rider we spoke a lot about yeah, in, in the yeah. podcast. Yeah. I, um, I said a lot of good things about her. I, I said a slightly risque thing about her mum being a cycle speedway rider, which apparently wasn't as risque as I thought, and she was really, really pleased to have been recognised. <laughs> and um, Ella showed her pedigree again, world number three, and also now British champion in the nine-year-old girls. Uh, Grace Hudak um, from Milton Keynes. Um, Slovakian young lady going to give Grace a bit more of a big up in this podcast because she's a British British well she's not British she's Slovakian but races in the UK races all the nationals and we didn't give her a mention in the last podcast and she did make the world final so I wanted to make sure Grace got a W7 mention from the previous podcast and um, British number two impressive Um, and then Trixie Trays was Mm. third from decoy so Southwest again Southwest just flooding these results yeah loving it loving Very it good. Tens. Right, cool tens uh, what was that that was um, Ital Jumeira so again Midlands back in back on top Jumeira oh he's just true class he was just true class yeah. I've got nothing else to really say about nice. him just, just, wrote, just, just was brilliant really rises to um, the top normally um, my one of my boys, uh, Ronnie Payne, one of my Thursday night squad from Cyclo Park, um, showed what really is capable of, and there's more, much, much more to come from Ronnie. Bit rough around the edges, bit of a power rider. So again, one of them young lads. He's a bit bigger than some of the other lads. Loads of power, needs to work a bit more on the skills, but came through, showed what's possible, came through for two. So shout out to the Jump Club guys and Keith Dooley down there, and Leo Rowlands in third for what I believe was Bruntwood. Very good. Uh, big shout out to Keith Dooley. Uh, you know, whenever I get a chance, I'm always going to say that. I think what he's doing down there is mm. great. You ain't done one of these with Keith yet? No. Keith's been on most people's podcasts, but I think an opportunity to sit with Keith and talk about I BMX. I would love to sit with Keith. Yeah. Uh, I think that jump club he's doing, I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Great stuff. It's good. You've been good. down there? No, but it's on my winter plan. Yeah, it's, it's, it's well worth a visit. Obviously, the only, the only six-man track in the country... Um, that's hosted a regional, I believe. Okay, okay. And it is floodlit. Yeah. And he has got an electronic uh, pro start. No, yeah, pro yeah, start pro gate. Start. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it has got a pro section. Um, on the challenge track, if you can pedal, get a pedal in without pedaling in a corner. <laughs> after the first turn that's a challenge for you there that sounds like because there ain't a lot of pedalling no, going on no. and if you get things right you can flow quite nicely younger Ike Dooley look, makes that place look rather exciting very good very good um, 10 year old girls um, Iris Hadjar or Hijer, or however you pronounce the name, regardless of however you pronounce it, British champion. Smashed it. And, well, Iris smashed it after a <clears throat> DNF in her first moto. Oh, wow. She crashed out in the first moto. Okay. Um, I think she had spent some time in the first aid. Might need to be, might, might be wrong there, but she did crash out in the first moto. DNF, which 
you know, it's make, makes it day a bit harder, it's, doesn't it? It's uphill from there. And she was unbeaten thereafter, so give Iris a shout out. Nice one, and one yeah. of the few kids who jump in, young ladies at least, jump in the hole of doom. So that was cool. Um, Elizabeth Paul uh, dropped into the two, or Elizabeth hyphen Lola Paul. Mm. Sorry, I think she might be from up north. And Poppy May Kirby from the southwest again. Nice. <coughs> good Slot, stuff. Slotting into third. Good, good, good. So, yeah, some good racing so far, up to the 10-year-old girls. you want to move okay. on straight to the 11s? Yeah, go for it. Just just rattle through to um, the end of whatever was day one. Like, right, was right. 12s, was it? So, Did 11s, say? yeah. So, yeah. we on to 11s. So, 11, we got to the 12s, then we yeah. go in the cruisers. Perfect. 11s, Freddie Parkinson. Freddie Parkinson, unbeaten. And as I've said before, and I believe I said it in a, in a, in a write-up, he's just Freddie Parkinson doing Freddie things through the motos. He went unbeaten, but halfway round, half the time, he looks like he's got bored. It's like, like <laughs> oh, Freddie, don't lose concentration now. And then he'll finish the race. But in the final, eyes up, up on that gate, one of the earliest to stand up. I can remember the race really clearly. And yeah, just smashed it for the north. So yeah, shout out to Freddie, big fan. Um, and I, then I follow Neil, Neil Brunier's round in uh, in Masters. I know it's like to follow someone who's just having a mess around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah he's one of them yeah. near, isn't he? Yeah, he's just, he's just a level above. Yeah. How'd he get on on the gate in the Worlds? Oh yeah, anyway, oh, I, moving on. Um, <laughs> moving on. Elevens just finished off the podium with a pair of Ethan's, Ethan Rogers and Ethan Powell, second and third. Shout out to those boys um 11 year old girls back to the southwest again okay. well she's from the southwest because they're from bath but i believe they're racing the south okay. which is amelie eaton um amelie she's just a machine she's literally head and shoulders above the other girls but that's not to take anything away from her she's 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 the biggest girl in the class has great gates but she rides super smooth so Good. she she yeah. and she went completely unbeaten all day on the opposite end of the scale um one of the smallest riders in the class and again riding up was um holly bishop's big sister poppy yeah. again one of my halo one of my halo team riders one of my brain girls and um yeah i i don't want to get too far ahead of myself or take any take anything away from the other girls but poppy's one of them like i've 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 worked quite closely with a lot of female riders in the last 10 years we've worked quite closely with a lot of riders in the last 10 years but uh, there's certain things you see in certain riders that you can compare to others and Poppy's got something that I've only seen in about three other riders okay um, that's no promises for the future but there's something uh, we'll, we'll there's, stamp it there's something we'll in there stamp it. Yeah, we'll see what comes we'll stamp that. Yeah. so again she's riding up she boosted that gap in the final and I think arguably you could say she's got some of the best skills in the class how that carries through over the next however many years we need to carry it through to yeah, be yeah. really successful in this sport. Yeah. Um, and again, I am incredibly biased, so no disrespect to the other <laughs> girls in the class. Um, I have written another note down here, but I'm not even going to read that out. Um, shout out to Pure Bikes, to Dakota Tucker in the two spot, who I also believe is from the southwest, and doing it for Hard Knocks in the north, coming through in fourth, um, Brooke Fast Fawcett. Okay. That's your 11s. Very good. Very good. Um, two more then let's do the 12s uh, we'll start with we'll start with the, with the podium and then just go with a couple of details in there um, Senshu Flukes um, just strong and fast I could have written more detailed notes really but I don't think you need to worry about that he was strong he was fast and he won he also had some of the best um we, we've said brands, haven't we? So we can say what we like, really. It's a podcast. I think they were what Yves Saint Laurent fake copied glasses with printed lenses on the podium. Like, 12-year-old <laughs> boys, who do you think you are? I don't care. I'm British champion. I'm wearing this. I'm, I'm, wearing, I'm wearing this. Yeah, exactly that. So, yeah, <laughs> legend. Um, 
Oliver Tyers, Braintree, um, off the back of his Euros, he's come back super confident, was gutted not to make the world final after double, after E7. Um, he was more than capable of making the world final and the day just didn't pan out. Um, he fought back to second behind Senchu. Um, just a note about Ollie, he likes riding up at regionals. And um, I'm a big believer if you've got the talent, then ride up at your regionals, use your regionals, use your training. Um, but he rode up from the 12s to the 14s and then wanted to clip in um, to be competitive in the oh, 14s. Wow. Okay, that's a big jump, man. Yeah. Yeah. But if, you, if you're riding up to challenge yourself, yeah. but then you race flat pedals at nationals because you're only 12, yeah, yeah. what is the benefit of then clipping in at a regional? But, you know. Can you imagine the bollocking he got when I, I saw the shoes he had on at Ipswich <laughs> Regional earlier in the year? His dad, bless him. The moment he slips his pedals on flats, I, the I believe he actually went and <coughs> bought some flat pedals for Moto <laughs> Two, but he did finish the day. And I got one of the, for me anyway, I got one of the best thank yous from Oliver at the end of the season, thanking me for bollocking him for using clips when he really didn't need to be using them. <laughs> so um, yeah, as a flat pedal warrior, that 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 done it for me. And. Um, <coughs> Nate Hamilton coming through for third. I don't know Nate, so shout out to him. Um, and just a shout out to Harry Donald here. Um, DNF in the semi. It all got really busy um, with one of my Braintree riders. And um, he tried to take it to big Freddie Richardson. Now, Freddie is... Well, for me, Freddie's a bit of a legend. Freddie started racing. <clears throat> no, Freddie started riding, not racing, in November... 2021 with an intro session with us at Braintree and then he did his first winter series obviously that winter in the club did a couple of regionals and then did his first regional series through 2022 and at his first Brits he got seventh in the quarter so his progression from seventh in the quarter at his first Brits in 2022 yeah, yeah. to fifth in the final in 2023 now Freddie could do a lot of things on a bicycle okay. all of them need a lot of shining up right <laughs> but he's strong he's fast he can manual and he can jump stuff he'll send stuff yeah okay there's a, a sender there's, there's a there's a there's there's more to come from that lad. I know we, we gave Harry Donald a big a big mention last time at Worlds for uh, his antics on the track mm. we're sat here at Twisted Oaks we just had the final four cross national and Harry Donald's come here and won won his class today here mm. as well so that's oh I, I love that end of season no BMX is left he's come here he's won a four cost race so I like that I, I, I like anyone who has a go at different things I didn't, win my, I didn't win my class great. today we'll, we'll touch on that later <laughs> <laughs> not that you know, I'm not that I'm gonna... you're going to dominate in your home track oh anyway. don't anyway <laughs> uh, Ipswich local uh, 12 year old girls Lottie Brown Lottie Brown handled the manual on the whole of doom and headed for home I can't really say much else than that she, uh, uh, the younger riders, that whole of doom. We're talking about the first straight, the roller, yeah. the mid, the roller down the first. Well, it's straight. a single, a step up. It's a single, with a single with a quite a deep hole yes. to a step up, to a step up double, double. with a roller down the down, back. That's it, yeah. And as a first straight, <clears throat> it's a controversial section. And I ended up having some 
Facebook debate over it. Not a lot. I was being, I was basically having a dig at people just for fun, really. Just but, tell people what you thought. Well, I'm just telling people yeah, what yeah. I thought yeah, in yeah, terms yeah. of stop bitching about That's a track it. and maybe learn some skill. <laughs> it's not the track's fault. If you couldn't ride part of the track when there was an event with nearly 1,400 people, it might have been something that was you, not 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 the track problem. But I do totally get it because I know John Moore might be listening. So um, <laughs> I'm not having a dig at you, John. <laughs> but I, I, I believe. It's one of the most technical bits of a first straight, I think, in the yeah, UK. Yeah. There's just simply the speed you're going, and it's a it roller. It the mind to go straight. It's a roller. Yeah. It's a roller, but the, to pick it up is virtually impossible because you end up having to manual up a step-up double. To manual it, you need legs, and my 29-inch inside leg and being 49, that's, that's hard. I can't manual it at speed. For me, it's a jump. And to be fair, for, for me, it's a jump. I jump on there. But for most yeah. little kids, because they get, they're not going to manual that at speed. No. Um, the, the, to see little kids start sending, it's quite a big gap too, five, oh, yeah. six metres. Yeah. So, you know, I think that's legit. But Lottie Brown was the one that stood out for me most, um, who manualed it and headed for home. Uh, Katie Miller, again, Branchy Rider. Katie had her out the gate, but just didn't quite have that whole doom um, sewed up quite as well. And... And it took second, and uh, Isabella Rowe with a really strong lap coming through in third with Sidoni Cleave. Just a shout out for, for Sid, really, because she's from Braintree, coming through in fourth. Fantastic. So that wraps up the younger rides on the first day. Yep. Onto cruisers on that first day. Um, does cruiser count at British Champs? Well, I, I've, I've, I've been reliably informed that it does. I, I'm. You know, my answer all the time is it does. I'm uh, just, I'm just, my argument with Cruiser... That's how we start a Cruiser segment off, obviously. I've raced Cruiser um, since I was 12, 13 years old. My dad bought me a Cruiser. I didn't choose to ride Cruiser. My dad bought me a Cruiser and um, said... You, you didn't choose Cruiser. Cruiser chose Cru- you. It did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, he said to me, you, you can ride Cruiser because you get means you get more races. And I was like, well, all right, then I'll race Cruiser. Now, my thing with Cruiser is, no disrespect to any Cruiser riders out there, because I'm one of you, right? <laughs> but most Cruiser classes aren't as strong as the equivalent 20-inch class. Not all of them, but most of them. Here's where I go. The lap times are probably the same to win, but the depth to get to the winning spot is probably not there. No. And again, it is what it is. And again, you yeah. can you can only race people who are in the class, so I'm not taking anything no, away. Absolutely. As I'm saying, Love I cruisers. race cruisers. Love but it. I will just have this caveat on where, I'm not saying cruisers don't count, but maybe the level isn't and depth isn't quite strong. I have won nationals and the British championships on a cruiser. And I bet that was in your local newspaper. It was quite strongly in my local newspaper. I think I even reminded them at the anniversary. You probably you probably got them to remove a picture of Freya and put you a picture of But I haven't ever won a 20-inch national or, okay. a, or a British Champs. Okay. All right? That's just my caveat, All right. All right. really. That's okay. why I'm saying, if you want to you you prove it, do it on a 20-inch. Oof. Because I never have. I did have this bloke called Dylan Clayton in the way when I was a kid. He kept, He's hard to prove. He was, it, yeah. it was one of them. Anyway, moving on. And the Cruisers 9 to 12 Cruiser class. And I believe it was. I've got it written down. Yeah, it was um, Elijah, Elijah Jamera. So the Jamera brothers, one on the 20 inch, one on the Cruiser, wrapping up at titles each. Um, James. Cottrell Euro champ coming through for the two spot and uh, it was a, a, yeah Robin Alonso Peckham rider 
coming through for the free. He's rad. Mm-hmm. He was here today and all. Oh, was he? Yeah, yeah. Him, him and his sister. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, he's rad. He, he just likes riding bikes. Shreds, really, really cool. Love that. Um, yeah. believe there, I believe he might even have um, dual nationality with Portugal. So uh, going forward, he might have a variety of options ahead of him <laughs> should he choose an Olympic pathway. I feel an Olympic spot there. I don't think it's too deep in Portugal. <laughs> I might be wrong. <laughs> Shout out to our Portuguese yeah, yeah, fans. Yeah, I was say, if I'm wrong, I'm sure, I'm sure they'll... Our Portuguese fans it. listening on a, on a British Champs podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you must what? love BMX for that. <laughs> You've got to love it. Right, the question to you then. If you heard about a Portuguese Championship podcast, would you listen to it? <laughs> <laughs> if it was an English language, I probably would. You probably would. <laughs> I probably <laughs> would. <laughs> um, anyway, moving swiftly on. 13, 16... <laughs> Girls and Elsa Rendell Todd. Um, Who else would it be? No disrespect to the other girls, but they weren't going to live with her around. You ain't been the world champ coming off the world champs. No, nah, world world champ showed true world class and um, doing it for mum mum out there. Um, she had the she had the sticker on her lid and um, yeah, she went full super. Um, full super wonder sorry wonder, wonder woman, woman wonder woman she yeah. went full wonder woman didn't she for the um parade at the brits as well um as a shout out to her mum so yeah. yeah um class class act class absolutely. act absolutely um doing it in number two um we alexis mccartney coming out of scotland um showed showed some good lap in there for the um for the number two spot and third was cody harmer for the southwest um now i'm not taking anything away from cody but cody didn't go into the first term third cody went in vying for position with annalise cadman carpenter royston rockets east anglia and i believe halo wills be next team yeah, yeah. Um, now cody and if you go back and watch the live stream then i've spoke to cody about this i'm sure she will she had the biggest tank slapper oh, really? going mate <laughs> that bike how she stayed on that bike i have no idea well she was glad she was on a cruiser yeah yeah yeah. So 20 would have fallen oh no 20 inch she'd have been on her head but she had a massive tank slapper went straight into the left hand side of, of annalise annalise then went what am i doing where am i going oh i'm off I'm on my head on the inside so it was no, no disrespect to Cody it was just one of them things but yeah so shout out to Elsa Alexis and uh, Cody in the 1316 girls crew make girls, make girls crews are quite exciting yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah, mean yeah, yeah. it's alright Elsa just riding off in front That's so it. there was some business going, going on, on. Uh, 1314 cruiser uh, Stanley Palmer who I believe is the son of Michelle Eaton um, okay, yeah. from 30 plus ladies so Stan coming through with the uh, 01 there for Gosport um, Joe Penton um, in there in the 2 spot and Sean Brown from the north up there in the 3 nice good stuff 15-16 cruiser is where it got a bit more exciting it's getting a bit busy in that first turn I imagine it got a bit busy in that yeah, first yeah. turn um, <coughs> so coming out on top um, the world finalist Gabe Simpson um, just rode a lap didn't he really done his bit um, local lad in the two Zach Green and Ben Vice in there in the three we'll come back to Ben in a minute um, Arn Esselmont though did lead the race and Arn went in quite wide Gabe went under and he didn't he didn't ride he didn't ride 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 the rider he rode the line so Arn was wide Gabe came in and Gabe was looking for an exit and he just held Arn on the outside of him he didn't ride at him he okay. rode his line um, 
I've just run out of turn and he went straight into the fence. Yeah. Punched the fence and I believe he broke his hand or broke, broke some fingers. That'll do it. Um, Green did come back and he was pressuring Gabe. He nearly had him in the last turn but Gabe just held on, rode a really good last straight. I and, saw that, um, yeah. I didn't know the guy in second. I know Gabe from Forecross, obviously. But yeah. I saw the guy in second and he did close in on it. Yeah. He really caught him up, yeah. Local rider, um, this, um, Zach Green, his, okay. um, his dad Simon's the one who does the BMX Hub. No way, and right, got it. Dina Green, the um, lovely lady who basically held held the fort together for the Derby crew. So, yeah, she, good good to see local lad doing doing bits on his own track, innit? Yeah. Um, yeah. Just going back there then to Ben Vice in the third. Just wanted to give a shout-out to Ben after last weekend. Massive crash last weekend. Broken femur. Uh, yeah, compound fracture, broken femur. Serious, serious injury. Lovely lad, really genuinely lovely lad. Okay. Done big things this year, Ben, yeah, as well. Yeah. Rides both classes. Good, strong rider. Does, um, yeah, just good lad. And uh, I thought it was absolute gutter. My son... Um, broke his femur quite young so I do know that he will be okay he's um, gonna be, I was just going to say he's going to be fine trust the uh, trust the doctors trust the yeah. process it's, it's, if you're going to do that this time of year is the best time to do it got to get out you've of the got way. six months to uh, sort it out you'll be fine by next year you might not feel like it now but you will be fine um, the scar keep, is the scar is keep cool your, <laughs> keep, you keep smiling you'll be alright mate so yeah shout out to Ben uh, 1729 now there's some heavy hitters in there isn't it so podium went Charlie Roy Connor Edges Mickey Porter two south and an East Anglian rider um, we had uh, Charlie Roy bar to bar with my boy Freddie Cadman Carpenter down the first straight they were so close watching riders and I know we've done BMX and we all still do it ourselves Scott perhaps not quite the level some of these lads are doing it now but you know what I mean but when you watch BMX right and they go through a technical section like that hole of doom and both manual pin straight and the bars are overlapping and they're not quite touching it just BMX is nuts it is nuts what the hell are we doing the precision involved is insane two riders of going absolutely flat out but with that level of control and respect to not cause each other a problem you know just, just an aside anyway we do love it um yeah, uh, Charlie just had the edge on um, Freddie going in the first turn, and Freddie just went down. Um, he just, just, just went down. I, it wasn't wasn't Charlie's fault. Just one of them. So that was just the same as his sister. Okay. While battling in the top two, three yeah, going in yeah. British in British final, both Cameron Carpenters went down. A mass, a long journey home. A massive pile up. Well. Coming back to we'll come back to them too later because they, they did improve later on Perfect. or improved the next day. Um, so big pile up including uh, Alex Brooks yeah. in the in the uh, in the first turn. Then it got really scrappy after that, but um, yeah, it came out strong. And I think for Charlie that was a little bit of joy after a really tough year in junior where he missed out on BC selection. Um, so yeah, coming through with an O one plate, all right, it was cruiser, but he did all right in the junior men, which we'll come Good to stuff. later on as well. And I just wanted to say a shout out to um, Norwich Flyers Mickey Porter, who um, was one of the first kids I ever saw um, in this in this century at least, rocking the double denim at his first ever Brits in 2019. <laughs> and um, Mickey is like, not everyone can do that. I'd, I, 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 in 2019 if you'd have said like Mickey Porter is going to be the level of rider he is now and standing on a Brits podium I didn't see that in 2019 so yeah shout out to Mickey um, when I used to do world champs back in the day I still do but when I did world champs back in the day when I was just doing BMX if you had a guy from Colombia rocking du- double denim 
he's going to win. He's fast. So just, you know. Takes a certain level of confidence and self-assurance. Absolutely right, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a look. So, yeah, shout out to that. Um, 30-39s. Oh, this was a good one, wasn't it? This was a good one. So... Dan Popel took the win. Did you see the race? I've seen some of the races. Oh, this was... Re- this was a, oh, this is your... That's these why, that's why these are your lot, aren't they? This is they? my crew. Yeah, I forgot. These, these are your people. lot. Right, Dan Popel. So, Dan Popel took the win for the South West. Smiley Brown in the two. And John Lillingston in the three. John Lillingston led that lap. Looks solid, right? And he... He went a little bit... He moved out, so the last turn at Derby yeah. doesn't lend itself very well to a very tight inside inside corner at the speed them bigger lads are going. Tricky one when you're leading, isn't it? Because you well, guard, to be sometimes. You yeah, guard, yeah, yeah. or do you just move out a bit to carry that momentum for an exit? So, tricky one to tell. John moved out slightly, not wide, wide, but just sort of midline momentum line through the last turn. There's space there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, 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 no. Dan was much smarter, and he was he rode on John's blind side, so it's a right hand turn. Dan kept well out the way, quite wide going right, in, so he right, was completely right. on John's blind side going into the last turn. And did the almost textbook high low, and he set up the last last straight drag race. His momentum at the last turn was fantastic, and he came out of nowhere, caught John. I wouldn't say John was napping. John don't nap. He he was he was giving it as but, we said last time. John's yeah, last straight. Yeah, John's last straight. You know? Yeah. Well, John wasn't the last straight hero this time, and. Uh, Popel came alongside him. Then John made a mistake. Bonked. No, he sat on the wheel, coming off the table. It's roller table double or roller yeah, table triple yeah, whatever yeah. that is and it's all quite little through there for a cruiser big cruiser. wheel yeah yeah and it's all bit keen him and Popel were going bar da bar da bar and John just sat on the wheel when you saw him go as just before that last little bit how he stayed on I don't know so yeah and then Smiley just came through him pipping him on the line yeah so that was an exciting race talking um, of uh, messing up last straight yeah we move on to 40 can we go to, can we do the 30 plus ladies first yeah go so yeah 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 let's yeah, get the 30 plus ladies yeah yeah so 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 I've got no, I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm just I'm, no, I saw what happened in the 40 49 or where I'll just yeah we'll go on to that no the, the 45 49 was the first straight yes that was the first straight don't worry I was in no, the race no, good I've got notes I've also got a very strong memory of it whoever whatever goes on Facebook boys I don't care I watched it happen <laughs> anyway 30 plus ladies cruiser Michelle Eaton Rebecca Gole and a lady called Sarah Jane Nichols. now never heard of her never heard of her no no is she any good I'll give you some details so we'll, we'll, we'll go with a winner and a shout out to Michelle had to, Michelle had to, had to win didn't she after her son had won mm-hmm. Michelle had to win so Michelle I think was the only girl to consistently and cleanly jump that gap on the first straight that was her deal maker not that she wasn't good on the rest of the track just at that point she was gone um, Rebecca Gull she was looking more confident post worlds I think we talked about we did talk we did. about Rebecca yeah. and obviously starting opposite foot because she was broken it. heel that and all that one. business yeah. she's got kind of comfortable ish with it <laughs> um, and being one of the older ladies in the class I'm sure she probably stabbed me for saying it but I've said it now um, but yeah she'll be back in contention for 2024 once she's fully fixed up and we talked about it being the 40th anniversary of the Brits at the start there was only one rider who rode in both events. So Sarah J. Nichols, third at this Brits, on a comeback after what a 35-year hiatus from racing. Yeah, yeah. Sarah Jane was the only rider who raced the Brits in 1983 at the Derby Ground Stadium and Derby Brits um, at Alston Park Fantastic. that weekend. Um, and I think, I don't think 
anybody else will ever do anything like that I think no and I've been talking to her quite a bit this year um, in person at nationals and on Facebook and all that stuff and you know what she's more keen than ever like she's more keen than she was back then I mean she just I'm mean, talking about fall back in love with something mm. I mean she just feels like she's missed out and da 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 and she's uh, anybody she's who back with a bang and, anybody yeah. who doesn't know Sarah Jane who Sarah Jane is she was the 1986 I believe it's 16 year old girls so I might be wrong world champion so yeah. she has she has won world championships now I had this discussion with her last weekend actually before we went around for cruiser finals and we did agree that it is a different sport it's not even the same sport it was in the 80s yeah, yeah, similar yeah. shaped bicycles sure. and similar we're, length track but, but apart from there. that so coming back you know as a woman over 50 for a start coming back into BMX racing after 35 year break in effectively what is a different sport you know yeah, we used yeah. to have one jump per straight yeah. I, I think that's you know it's pretty <laughs> admirable stuff going on and just to give that's one right. other of the ladies a shout out and this again this is a personal one for me but um, shout out to Josephine Burston who is or was the oldest I'll put the oldest swinger in town here she was the <laughs> oldest female at the event at 62 years old no one is to know what goes on Sunday no. night at the Brits <laughs> and Jos- the Brits, right? Josephine got fifth in the semi at 62 in fantastic the th- in the th- 30 plus ladies cruiser well that's my so, ride with a Brit straight away she wasn't there but she's that, that gets my vote that gets a shout she gets yeah. a shout for me amazing and, um, she's one of the coolest Australian ladies I've ever met so uh, moving on and it goes oh four crosses eh four crosses at BMX races this is races. what I was just saying this is the last straight mess up with a guy who should be able to skim through there on the back wheel and bump off anything and still win now Kingsley Mears <laughs> my hand my hands let, in my let, hands let's start at the top let's go with the guy though and it was Adam Boudet now Boudet and the Boudet family let me just make he won this he won this he won this and yeah. I'm clarifying that from the word go congratulations and I believe the reason I watched this because obviously Kingsley was in there four crosses the uh, reason Kings messed yeah. up because Adam put him under put pressure. Him under pressure. <laughs> and he has that much pressure on you. Oh, Kings is going to be and sour about this, Scott, isn't he? I, I, um, he might not Scott, for a while. Scott, this. myself, and a few of the other four cross and motocross dudes have got a Facebook Messenger chat group where we do basically rip each other quite hard. And um, <laughs> I, I, I personally ripped Kingsley really hard um, <laughs> through, I think, from about October. 22 no early probably about August 22 because he's mountain bike and he's great on a four cross bike but it's like yeah but it's only four cross come and race BMX <laughs> anyway and he, and he held me to it and he did and he's turned up and he won the national title so you know big shout out to Kings absolutely um, but yeah he, he should have been British champion as well but Adam Boudet is fantastic yep. um, and he knew how to win and he was focused and he wanted to win and um, yeah he just put pressure on Kings and uh, Fraser Watson in there in the in the, in the third spot um power though kingsley had that power boudet had just he just he just raced a little bit better and he 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 carved the last turn like he was whittling a spoon he came out of that last turn and he just put pressure down the straight kings nearly went over the bars and adam came through so yeah yeah shout out to those guys though really great race great race good to watch now I've used an expletive in the in the description of this race, so I, I won't drop the big f bomb. But the forty five forty nine was was f bomb was, was carnage. carnage. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I've controlled myself. I've got good at this, and I. Well, I didn't know what had happened until I started reading a bit of Facebook on Monday, and you're like, oh, <coughs> oh well, hello. So I was in I was in the race, and I had, I believe I had sixth pick, something like that. Anyway, because I had 
I think they were third in the semi. Second or third in the semi. Anyway, sixth pick. And I I, I think they offered me gate three, seven or eight. Oh, three. And oh. I, <laughs> <laughs> You say free, yeah, <laughs> free, please. All this lot have gone before me, and no one's chosen gate free. Now, I love that. I, I think most people know that I'm not a tall fella, am I? Not known for me height. Medium build. So I pulled on the gate, going, "Yeah, I'm gate free, mugs." And I pulled on the gate, went, "Oh shit!" I've got Damian Mead to my right, <laughs> who's six foot something, and to my left, Ricardo Santos, a Brazilian Brilliant. lad, who's also six foot. Yeah, on. Yeah. I stood up on the gate, and I was level with them sitting still, down, still and then down. they stood up. Gate one was Graham Stanley. Yeah. Now Graham's a unit, yeah, and yeah. we'll come on to that in yeah, a yeah. minute. I can't remember who was in gate five. I know Barnard was, oh that thing is actually it was actually Andy Hayes um, lad from Braintree fast as first ever British Brits final for Andy as well um, bit of a regional warrior but he's that regional warrior who's, he's kept training and he's kept focused on the Brits and he made his made his, made his first um, British final so shout out to Andy and he did alright after this carnage and all um, <laughs> Barnard so I'd have said Barnard Matt Barnard and um, Graham Stanley were favourites for the title yeah um, they've both been fast all day obviously I raced the class so I I can speak with some authority on that <laughs> um, Graham got out Graham can snap and go Graham got out and he chopped he chopped Damien Mead off second pedal <laughs> Meadie was already on the brakes before the first jump which then slowed me down because Meadie yeah. was coming over on me Santos is coming over on me I actually got out I had a one-two I, I think so you used your brakes I didn't use my brakes okay you just I, stopped pedaling I stopped pedaling okay. I just oh, went I oh I can't be arsed just knowing that option was available it, it, it was going to be it, I'm heading down to that bomb <laughs> hole now I might say what I'm gonna. No, I will. I will. I will say the conversation. I, I, I had it, so I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the conversation I had. I, I'm a. I'm a big fan of Barnard. Right. Yeah, he yeah. rides flat pedals. He rides a steel bike, mm -hmm. and he makes BMX look really cool. Mm -hmm. He just does it pretty cool, right? Yeah, and I'm a fan of Graham Stanley. He's the opposite. Mm -hmm. He's a power rider. He's got a bit. He can jump jumps and do stuff. But I had a feeling Barnard was going to win. Right. simply because of the whole of doom and i had a feeling graham would blow up there trying don't take it the wrong way g trying too hard to beat barnard against something where <laughs> barnard's quite good he's six foot odd tall he's going to stick that back wheel glue the back wheel through the hole yeah, yeah. and i said to dave godfrey after the semi dave said dave said to me well done made main da, da, da. i said yes all right i said barn's gonna win that he said, oh, Graham's fast, oh, Graham's fast. I said, oh, Graham's fast. I've got no question. In a drag race, Graham will take Barnard apart. <laughs> but when I get to that hole of doom, Barnard's going to do Barnard things, and I don't think Graham's going to be going through it quick enough. Anyway, so Graham's coming over from the left, and meantime, Barnard got out from gate six and is heading over from the right. And as I've already alluded to, Damien Mead was already chopped. I got fairly well chopped. Santos was getting involved as well because he ain't slow. Andy Hayes got a decent gate, but Barnard had got a cross on him. And as we were going towards that hole, that's the one time in the one time of the year I didn't press go on my bloody GoPro, so I haven't you got know. no. That's the one race oh. I've missed all year. And Graham took off and he just got lively in the air, shall we say, because he was going at a bit of an angle. And I was like, oh no, the, the premonition I'd had and told Dave Godfrey about is unfolding itself live. I was in the air jumping, yeah. watching Graham getting it all sorts of shapes. Right. Um, 
like I said, Santos was coming over as well. He was no innocent party in 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 in, in it whatsoever. But nobody was guilty. Some racing broke out. <laughs> the only one who came through clean was um, was uh, Matt Barnard. Barnard came through it clean. Um, so what's his name? Uh, Graham Graham threw it on the floor. He got caught up with Santos, who then ended up in a heap with. Um, <laughs> With with Meady, all of a sudden I found myself in second. Right, <laughs> I was like, "Shit, I'll be second. I'm going to win this." I, well, I, but I was like, "Oh, I'll chase Barnard, right?" <laughs> and then a bike, one of the bikes that had been locked, that launched across in front of me, took me off the track, and I managed to get off the track, back on the track, come back, still in second. At which point, another bike took me <laughs> back off the on the grass. I did a sort of um, a Vander roll for those who are old enough to remember, without letting go of the bars. Back on my bike, and effectively, I, I got fourth um, because I was the only one who didn't let go of the handlebars in whilst crashing. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of the carnage they hit there. I don't blame anybody for the incident. Bike racing broke out with a load of dudes racing for a British Championship. We alluded to uh, to Cadman Carpenter earlier and how close the bars are yeah. in BMX, and you, when you're hustling that first straight and some jumps in the way, and everyone's trying to pedal, and you're all, you and, know, and you're all it, over forty five. Sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> go in a straight line and this is what happens when a bit of power unleashes we all we all run out well some of us run out of a little bit of talent this is it um but yeah so anyway back to andy hayes andy hayes first british final came through for second after all that incredible he advice. missed he missed all the mess yellow and black shirt whizzed through one of my favorite riders in the class love him dearly brett knight um came through for third um after breaking his back at Manchester National, mm-hmm. uh, Brett Brett missed a grand total of two races after breaking his back before continuing his season. Um, <laughs> Brett, you know, we talk. You, you say his face quite often. Brett's going to do Brett things, and that, Brett, that Brett, is very much a Brett thing. Brett Brett will do Brett things, and one of them is normally overtake me on the last straight. <laughs> um, and I managed to stay on the bike and got fourth. Um, so yeah, whatever. Um, that, 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 that that was a good race. I think we made, we made bike racing look exciting. People. Fantastic, love it. Fifty fifty four was a lot less exciting, um, but no, no no less fantastic. Um, Alan Hill. Took his twenty fourth British title um, yeah, in the fifty fifty four cruiser. Hilly just did, I believe we've already said it. Hilly did Hilly things, and he was there's, no, there's not no disres- good words for Hilly. He's no just, disrespect to the rest of the dudes in the class. He was better than the rest of you. You don't win twenty four on luck. No, that's, no. that's an incredible stat. Um, Kev Sykes, Flint Town Flyers. For those who remember, mm-hmm. um, was fast back in the eighties. He's had a massive time off of BMX racing. Came back a couple of years ago, and he made his first British finals since, in his words, which he thinks was about 1997. Um, and he came through for the two spot. And legend Daz O'Brien came through for third. Mm-hmm. I've written in the notes here, it was a clean race, there was no drama. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you can wish for. That's all we can wish for. 55 plus the old boys. Um, the oldest, not the, I don't know if he's the oldest in the class, but I don't care, he's the shortest. Um, Michael Goff. Goffy. Mate. Goffy is so rad. Goffy, how many fifty six? Guy in their late fifties. We can say late fifties once they're fifty five. Riding trails, proper man trails or big girl trails, if you like. You know, sprinter van size trails. Yeah. Every tour of Tuesday goes out and rides trails with lads who are young enough to be his grandson, <laughs> you know, and he's then better than them. He shreds, That's it. and he can still throw a backflip and a three sixty. Yeah, and he's 
British champion. Fantastic. You know, he deserves it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and he's a lovely bloke, isn't he? Definitely. He can't blow enough smoke up his arse, to be frank. But That's anyway. Um, James Yo from Braintree in second. And John Moore, who we've already mentioned earlier in the in, 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 in the podcast. Yeah, John Moore for the South in third. Really awesome laps, though. And again, 55 plus. Those three especially look fantastic. Um, yeah. Great riders. Good stuff. So I guess that's the end of day one. That is all of your under-12s and the cruiser classes. Fantastic. So congratulations to all the winners there. What we're going to do is this is going to be a two-parter. So we're going to end this one right there and stay tuned uh, for part two, which will be coming up in the next few days. So uh, part two on Sunday, which would be the, uh, what's that, 14, do we say thir- up to 13s on Saturday? So yeah, twelve and unders, and all the thirteens and above, and then thirteen above. On, we're on the Sunday. Yep, yep. So we will we'll cover that in part two. So stay tuned. Cheers.